This is A Line by Line, a podcast where we navigate life with the help of poetry. Each episode, we dive into meaningful topics while sharing and dissecting our own original works and experiences. We'll be launching new episodes every other week on Thursdays. Hello, everyone. This is episode 10 of season three. This is the last episode of, you know, our third season already. Yay, we crazy, made it. Crazy, crazy, crazy. It's been I'm excited. three years, but three years now, almost three years. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Wow. Yeah, okay. I know. Time flies. <laughs> Time flies. And after this, we're done for the year. No more, yeah. no more episodes until 2024. Yeah. Episode three, uh, no, episode, episode 10 of season three, we'll be talking about everlasting love to close off the season uh we thought it would be very fitting to talk about love again and the multiple interpretation that that we would be talking about Mm -hmm. when it comes to everlasting and also a big kind of shout out because it's also pride month in Mm -hmm. june so we thought it would be very fitting to talk about it as well yeah absolutely yeah, I think, you know, love can overcome all things. And there's there's this like hot burning love that can be temporary that might not be real love. But then there's this kind of like contented, settled love that, that can last forever. And I love that we can have hope in, and, and faith in that love lasting um, despite some of the challenges that, you know, people mm-hmm. face or that we face in our lives. So, yeah, I'm ex- I, like, I like this topic. It's soothing. Mm-hmm. Well, should we dive into your poem first? Let's do it. I'm going to be reading a poem called For the Rest of My Life. For the rest of my life, as long as it may be, I hope that you'll be here, laying next to me. For the rest of my life, every time that I pray, I'll be grateful for you and the light of the day. For the rest of my life, till the end of my days, you will play in my hair until they're all grays for the rest of my life, right up to the end, I will be there beside you as lover and friend for the rest of my life and after I'm gone. I hope you are loved and life still goes on. Whoa, that's deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're definitely talking more about, uh, is this more like a romantic type of love then? Or yeah. are you- more about like familial kind of love I I think it can be either when we were talking kind of before I would say this reminded me of my mom Mm -hmm. reminded me of you know you know potential partner in the future like what I imagine marriage would be like or could be like Mm -hmm. you know despite a lot of the divorce rates and and Mm -hmm. trauma and drama between families yeah I definitely think that there are people in my family or people who are close to me who really can demonstrate unconditional love mm. despite what I do or say or how much time goes between us. I know that the, my they're always going to be in my future. And if they mm-hmm. pass away or if I pass away, I know that the marks that we've left on each other are permanent mm. and the memories that we've made with each other have transformed our character fundamentally. So yeah, it is mostly in the realm of rom- romantic love but i can see mm-hmm. this with my with my siblings and and with my mom and my dad mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So you're, you're saying basically when, you know, kind of people just like fade away as much as you reach out or try and stay in touch, just relationships yeah. take two people actively leaning in. And that's not always the case. Does that happen a lot? No, I won't say it happens a lot. I think it's not as malicious as I'm making it out to be, right? Like sometimes we talked about this in the past, I think sometimes friendships just fade, right? But yeah. they fade because when we're, oh, it was when we were talking about watering friendships in that episode. If you mm. don't invest, right? If you don't keep watering and giving friendships what they need, they will fade and die. And I don't think everlasting love is some magical thing that comes out of nowhere. I think it's something that you work at and that you practice and that you are intentional about because you recognize the value of the relationship in your mm -hmm. life or the value that you can be in that other person's life. And that's where you keep nurturing it. But yeah, it doesn't, I would say relationships change in closeness and intensity all the time. Not all mm -hmm. friendships are going to last, last forever or not mm -hmm. all relationships are going to last forever, but that doesn't mean it's not possible for them to. So what about love you think is powerful Ooh, to you? So many things. The one thing that I value a lot about love is kind of how it can be a strength to you. Like when someone else loves you, I think they can see some of the good things about you that you don't feel about yourself or see yeah. about yourself. Or so many of life's challenges are easier to face when you're mm -hmm. not walking through them alone. And to be known and to be loved by someone, it really just doubles your capacity um, and just lets you know you don't have to do everything out of your own strength. That's That's something that I really appreciate so much about it not just the feelings or the gifts or the trips or vacations or whatever but it's really in those hard times that i think love really shows itself to be true or not mm. so it's it's really about almost like another it, it reveals some parts of yourself that you wouldn't be able to see otherwise if love doesn't exist Yeah, because it's, I mean, life is just exhausting. I like to think about it. It just came to my mind of like, you know, those cell phone cases that also have a battery pack in them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like your phone is probably fine. But when you have that battery pack case on, you're more safe. You're more secure. You can go farther mm. and longer than you could. It's not that you were weak or that you were not good without that, but it's just like mm. extra armor and extra protection to face the trials of the world. And that's something I think everybody should have. Mm, mm-hmm mm -hmm. yeah is that how you see uh romantic love specifically as well yeah i i do i do i mean i think the romantic parts of it's just the you know the context of the relationship is a little bit different but i think if the only thing that you are expecting from those partnership that mm -hmm. partnership is romance is sparks is whatever then you're missing out on a big part of what the relationship could be. Um, yeah, yeah. Friends, supporters, yeah. like champions, cheerleaders, um, nurses. Like there's so much that we do for the people that we love beyond just buy them flowers and, and treats and things yeah. like that. So yeah, I definitely think similarly about romantic relationships as well. One thing that I, I do think is interesting when we talk about everlasting love is when it comes to heartbreak. Mm -hmm. because a lot of people including me sometimes that i would think or divorce sometimes then i would think 
there's no such thing as everlasting love because mm. you go through heartbreak, you go through divorce, and you lose love of that one person. Right. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if that always happens. Mm-hmm. Like I, I know of people who were married, got divorced, and are still very cordial and kind with each other. You know, like yeah. my parents. Yeah. Right. They loved each other when they were so young. And they're both remarried. And I know, I still know that my mom would do anything for my dad and my dad would do anything for my mom. It just wasn't like a dating relationship Mm -hmm, that they mm -hmm. can sustain. It doesn't mean that they don't love each other because they're not in the relationship in the the same way that they were before. Mm -hmm. I know some people who are very contented to be friends with, you know, their exes. Like they don't have to fall off the face of the earth just because you're not dating them anymore. Um, But, you know, I think, yeah, you are allowed to set as firm boundaries as you think are appropriate when harm happens to you. And it's a lot easier to get harmed when someone has that level of intimacy with you in a relationship. But Mm -hmm. I still, I still think it's possible. I still feel like there are people, my grandfather, when he was alive, who, who just like loved me so fully and so deeply that it just gave me a faith in what love can do for you and to you um that even though other relationships might end or fail it doesn't take away that that hope that somebody will love me like that again right or that i could be love to someone like that consistently um in the future but yeah i want to hear your poem because i'd love to hear your perspective and more of your thoughts of maybe counter argument of hey maybe there is no such thing as everlasting Mm -hmm. love and we should just enjoy the love we have now because it's all gonna go away i don't know yeah let's hear your poem okay so my poem is called Missing, and I've actually read this in season one, I think, which is really about my grandma, uh, who passed away in 2009. At, at, and at the time of this recording, which is May 17th, so it just kind of reminded me because she passed away on May 16th of 2009, so just a day shy of today. But yeah, here it is. It's called Missing. A figure so mighty yet fragile but strong and allure, when wrinkles, cracking joints, and silver hair became one imperfect transparent wear of hard love, stern expressions, and brutally pleasant honesty, lovable, hilarious. Please don't stop. Please be here. Just one more string on our fishing pier. A week would be too much luxury. Just a day, just an hour. Let me turn back time and relive one more joyous climb. Amongst endless cilantro and telenovela episodes, and after every wise scolding and confusing crossroads, I still believe in unconditional love. Perhaps I should have prayed to God that you were an imperfect full moon so he wouldn't have taken you too soon. It reminds me of a falling star, or a rainbow hummingbird on a snowy autumn day, or that last piece of shumai on the table we all fray. You are gone too soon. The memory we made weaving through sorrow, happiness, and life would never vanish as long as time is eternity and such eternity exists. I hope you see how I am making my mark and the unknown future I yet to embark. The shame and guilt, you witness it all from the comfort of your own worn, hand-sewn kilt. Up there, above the clouds, in the warmth of God's velvet blanket, 
Wait for me until I fulfill my purpose into a full basket. Then no more missing yet to endure. Thanks for sharing that. Can you just like yeah. start by telling me what was that relationship like with your grandmother? It was really full of love and growth, I think. Mm -hmm. um, I was born in 1994, so I had the first basically 15 years of my life with my grandma. Mm -hmm. This is my grandma from my dad's side. And she's a bit of a scary person sometimes, like she would be easily get angry and mm -hmm. very like wise and um, emotive like very expressive yeah in the way she she goes by in her day-to-day -day. um she's the one who really shaped my childhood as well and the relationships that i had with my cousins um which is about my age um because at the time when i was growing up I, I didn't have my sister yet at the time. So the, the only two other people that I used to hang out with are two of my cousins. And my grandma would always be the one who kind of brings us together and like, let's go do a swimming lesson together. Let's go uh, on like a fishing trip. Um, that's why I, I had that in, in, in one of my lines on this like bamboo fishing pier uh, by the beach. And it's such a like a unique memory that I had that I've that you know I don't think a lot of people have that. Um, but then she's also very hard on like the way we behave and the way we. She really wanted us to be disciplined and independent mm -hmm. since, since we were we were kids. Uh, and I, I do think that I got my sort of independence and confidence a little from from her for sure. Yeah. Was she yeah. your was she your model for everlasting love, if you believe it exists? So I wouldn't say that she's a model, but one thing that I why I wanted to bring her up as well is this idea that when you love someone and even after that person passed away that love still exists uh, like i i still love her as a person and i wish that mm -hmm. she's here right um so the fact that the 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 bodily manifestation of a person is no mm -hmm. longer on this earth that doesn't mean that the love between them and the others disappear like Absolutely. you feel it you still have that feelings of love. Yeah, that's really amazing. I think that's really powerful about love. And I'm really curious to you, like, how can like how can we be that kind of loving presence in people's lives, right? Because let's imagine your grandmother poured all this love into you. Now what do you do with it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How do you keep that going, that ripple yeah. going? I think I, I do think that sometimes unconsciously the way we we were raised by our parents or whoever that is, our grandma or whoever, that person that has poured their love onto us. Unconsciously, when we were when when we're adults, we would then 
portray that same kind of love and express that love to people that are close to us. Mm -hmm. um, and I do think that's, that's kind of like a, um, a way for us to pay tribute to them. Mm. Yeah, but you were talking about, you know, sometimes people hurt us, sometimes, you know, we break up or things like that. How do we, like, how do we continue to spread love to them? Or do we just not? Do we re refocus or redirect our love in those cases? I think I would always try my best when, like, let's say I broke up with someone or I someone just really like pissed me off and then I just don't want to deal with them again, I would still try my best to have empathy and to still express love. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I still just couldn't, like, I just, I don't care about you anymore. I'm not gonna like talk to you um, anymore. Like you're not in my life anymore. Mm -hmm. Like that has happened to me a couple mm -hmm. times. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I don't know. I feel like you just kind of, like you still want to be kind and nice, but, and, and like still give love to that person. But at the same time, if, if it's hurting you and if, if it's not reciprocal and you're not getting what you need, mm -hmm. then you don't need to keep doing that. Just let it go. Yeah. I mean, you even mentioned like with your grandmother that her personality could be difficult that time. How mm -hmm. is it, how is it diff different navigating that? Was it different because it was family and it was in the relationship that you necessarily got to choose or was it really about there really being a give and take and like you loving her and her loving you in these other ways, despite kind of the challenges that the relationship might've had? Yeah, I think I've, I've as an adult and, you know, like starting dating world, um, one thing that I've always started to realize and still learning is that no one is perfect and so when you love someone that means you're also loving their imperfections and their weaknesses mm -hmm. and it's not an easy thing it's really yeah. not so it's you know like you just cannot if, if you cannot tolerate that if you cannot love um the imperfection or the weaknesses then you're not gonna ever have a fulfilling relationship yeah because you're always looking for the perfect person and you're always looking for um that person who just is has everything and be exactly what you want them to be but yeah you're not really accepting for who they are as a person right. and that is never fulfilling. I think that's the difference, right? Loving people for who they are, not what they can give to you, not what they do to you, not how much they meet up to your expectations. I think mm -hmm. parents are, you know, really challenged to do that. And that's, you know, sometimes the first model of love that we see in our lives. And as we extend that to our friends, potential mm -hmm. partners people were dating like i think the world becomes better when we are more lavish and generous um yeah with giving people the opportunity to be loved in that way mm -hmm. yeah
Wow. This has been a really deep episode. Any yeah. anything anything else you want to add before we wrap up? I don't think so. I guess other than, you know, like it's Pride Month and I just want to say that um I you know, a lot of people and especially I think nowadays within like the LGBTQ community in the US there have been a lot of um like I think attacks or like what what do you call it like almost like moving backwards instead of mm. moving forward of where we were going before um and so I just want to shout out saying that you know like love is love like it doesn't it, it doesn't mean that it has to be confined by gender you know like you can love whoever you want and I don't sometimes I just get really annoyed by people who are always trying to box the society saying that love is only between men and women like that's not that's not true you know mm -hmm. so um yeah yeah that's really tough yeah I think when hatred and violence and like you said, not accepting people for who they are comes in, it really can overshadow um, some of the good that love does between people and in, in different communities. So yeah, I think we do this podcast out of love as different as we are. And we hope that everybody can feel that, you know, we put this energy out there, we put these messages and these words out there to spread positivity, to connect on the issues that make us all all human um and that's what we should remember to love each other for 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 who we are and mm -hmm. not for who we want people to be so yeah thanks for doing this with me and we'll get back to you on whether or not there's a season four we haven't decided yeah. yet yeah um, we'll keep uh, you posted yes and thank you so much um everyone who's listening um i don't know if i want i always wonder if we have any listener who has been listening to us since season one who basically yeah listen to every single episode from season one maybe so, i think so I, I think so i really i really hope if someone is doing that and they got to this very end message of episode 10 of season three that they would reach out to us and just like i don't know like just say something in instagram and yeah yeah know. that'd be cool that'd be cool maybe we'll have love them. love love to know yeah that'd be a really great person to talk to for feedback but yeah. uh yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. But anyway, well, thanks again. Have a great summer. Mm -hmm. Enjoy yeah. your time off, and you know, we'll talk about coming back next year. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. That wraps our last episode of season three of a line by line a podcast where we navigate life with the help of poetry we hope that it was meaningful to you and thank you so much for listening to our podcast in this latest season we really appreciate it and we do hope that this episode provides some fresh perspectives about love about everlasting love whatever whenever wherever you um are able to find it we release a new episode every two weeks so please be sure to hit that follow button on whichever streaming platform you are listening from and follow our social media channels 
You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at AlignByLine. If you have any questions, feedback, or suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. We would be more than happy to hear from you. But for now, Jasmine and Joshua signing off. See you in the next season. Bye-bye.